Good morning, people of God. This is Apostle Shirley Evans again today, September 1st. It's 8.52 a.m. We thank God for another day. I pray that all is well with each of you, and then you continue to stay safe and to give God glory. We just thank God for today. I ask the Holy Spirit just to bathe me, bathe my trembling heart, bathe my brow and fill me with his hallowed presence. I ask you, Lord, to come, oh, come and fill me now. Because this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. And yes, he has given me another message today. And he tells me that I'm not to get weary in well-doing, but that's not the message. The message he gave me is, I never knew you. And the scripture is taken from Matthew chapter 7, verse 21 to 29. And he's giving us prophetic songs and the word of God. And here is the song for today. Have you a heart that's weary tending a load of care are your soul that's seeking rest from the burden you bear do you know my jesus do you know my friend have you heard he loves you and that he will abide till the end where is your heart oh pilgrim what does your light reveal who hears your call for comfort when not but sorrow you feel do you know my jesus do you know my friend have you heard he loves you and that he will abide till the end who knows your disappointments who hears each time you cry who understands your heartaches who dries the tears from your eyes do you know my jesus do you know my friend have you heard he loves you and that he will abide to the end and do you know 
my Jesus. Do you know, my friend? Have you heard he loves you and that he will abide till the end? In Hosea chapter 8 verse 2, Israel cried to the Lord, Israel shall cry unto me, my God, we know you. In Matthew chapter 25, verse 11 and 12, the 10 virgins, the story about the 10 virgins who were all supposed to be prepared because they heard, they were told the bridegroom was coming. But five wasn't ready. Afterward came also the other virgins saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily, I say unto you, I know you not. Luke chapter 6 verse 46 declares, And why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? In Luke 13 verse 25 and 27 it says, When once the master of the house is risen up, and had shut to the door, and ye begin to stand without, and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us, and he shall answer and say unto you, I know you not whence you are. But he shall say, I tell you, I know you not whence ye are. Depart from me, all ye workers of iniquity. Matthew chapter 25, verse 41 and 42, the word declares, Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and he gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and he gave me no drink. And our message is from Matthew chapter 7, verse 21 to 29. Some self-professed athlete can tell a great game, but that tells you nothing about their athletic skills. And not everyone who talks about heaven belongs to God's kingdom. They have a song that, 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 that says, everybody talking about heaven ain't going there. They also have a song that says, when we all get to heaven, we all are not going to get to heaven. Only those who accepted Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. Jesus is more concerned about our walk than our talk. He wants us to do right, not just say the right words. Your house which represents your life, Matthew 7 and 24, says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Your house will withstand the storms of life only if you do what is right instead of just talking about it. What you do cannot be separated from what you believe. Jesus exposed those people who sounded religious but had no personal relationship with him. On that day, the day of judgment, only our relationship with Christ, our acceptance of him as Savior, and our obedience to him will matter. Many people think that if they are good people and say religious things, they will be rewarded with eternal life. 
in reality, in Christ, is what will count at the judgment. That day is the final day of reckoning, when God will settle all accounts, judging sin and rewarding faith. To build on a rock means to be a hearing, responding disciple, not a phony, superficial one. Practicing obedience becomes the solid foundation to weather the storms of life. And so I stop there, but I'm not complete because I'm going to read the scripture. Matthew chapter 7, verse 21 to 29. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and great and, and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching because he taught as one who had authority and not as their teachers of the law. And so, to build on the rock means to be a hearing, responding disciple, not a phony, superficial one. Practicing obedience becomes a solid foundation to weather the storms of life. Like a house of cards, the fool's life crumbles. Most people do not deliberately seek to build on a false or inferior foundation. Instead, they just don't think about their life's purpose. Many people are headed for destruction, not out of stubbornness, but out of thoughtfulness. Part of our responsibility as believers is to help others stop and think about where their lives are headed and to point out the consequences of ignoring Christ's message. The teachers of the law, that is the religious scholars, often cited traditions and quoted authorities to support their arguments and interpretation. But Jesus spoke with a new authority, his own. He did not need to quote anyone because he was the original word. John 1 and 1 declares, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The word for us is, do you know my Jesus? At the end of our life, when we exit this world, please do not let him say, 
I never knew you. It's time to truly get our houses in order. As a matter of fact, I'm a little in grief. Even though I'm joyful, it's not something you'd be grieving, but yet joyful and hopeful at the same time, and he will give you peace. And so one of the people of God who these messages go out to, she is my spiritual daughter. Over the past several years, I've ministered to her. She's one of the sheep that was sent to this pasture to be fed. So over the last year, I was really, really ministering to her daily about getting a house in order. Last week, every day, I would minister to her and encourage her to keep her eyes on Jesus. One day I said to her, Paul said, whether I live, I live unto the Lord, or whether I die, I am the Lord's. And for me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Her heart was ready. Her house was prepared. And so, a few days ago, I ministered to her on her way to hospital. But, 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 but on Friday night, I heard her in the spirit realm speaking to me and saying, Sister Shirley, please watch over my sons. When I heard it, the Holy Spirit said, three weeks ago, I told you I'm taking her. And then on Saturday, I heard again in the spirit, Sister Shirley, please watch over my sons. I know what watch means. To encourage them in the word of God, pray for them. Her heart was ready. Her house was prepared. That is, her spiritual house was in order. And yesterday, she exited into heaven. I thank God she was one of the sheep that was fed also in this pasture. He did say that he was scattering his sheep and putting them in new pastures. At one time, I didn't want to I didn't want to minister to that sheep. I didn't want to feed that sheep. Because, because over the years, when God was sending the sheep to this pasture, I would, but God, they belong to another church. And I've been told so many times by the ministers to my face, I don't want you to minister to my people. They're my people. And God had to say to me, they don't belong to me. They belong to God. And I'm going to let you minister to my sheep that I send to you. And so God, the Holy Ghost rebuked me. And so I don't have a problem. When he sends the sheep, I feed them because I was called to feed his sheep, to prepare them. Oh, glory to God. Not tradition, not religion, but prepare them for the kingdom. I thank God she was one of the sheep that was fed also in this pasture. 
To God be the glory, great things he has done. I can hear her singing after this life with all its strife heaven will surely be worth it all so the night before god took her in the spiritual realm i was caught up in a vision with her and some of you mightn't understand this, but I'm an intercessor. And I walk with you straight as you go over to your destiny, spiritual destiny. And in that vision, her old garment, I said, no, we're going to take this off. I helped her to take it off. And she slipped into a new, beautiful pink, the beautiful, most beautiful pink I've ever seen robe very thin robe with pearls around the neck and i said no those shoes they're mashed up they're old we're gonna put a new shoe on you and i said see that pink one i got that pink shoe put it on her feet with pearls all over it and there she was saying oh that is so beautiful and there was standing there modeling i knew in that vision she had dropped off this this garment this worldly garment and she had put on a new garment with love and joy and peace that was on her face so there's no more strife there's no more hurt because in heaven there's no weeping but you and i who left behind question is do you really know your Jesus? Because a lot of people was followers. A lot of people was church goers. Like they would say, I go into meeting. I go into prayer meeting. But well, you better be the prayer. You better be the worshiper, not just a follower. Be a friend. Be a servant have a relationship with the lord jesus so when it's time to exit this world you know which world you're going to enter and so my prayer is that we continue to press towards the mark for the high calling which is in christ jesus yes she knew her jesus yes she is at peace with her jesus yes she is in a heavenly home and and the old people used to sing my heavenly home is bright and fair i feel like traveling on well she traveled and she reached her destiny in peace so may the peace of god that pass it all understanding. Guard your heart and mind. And may the grace of God and his mercy overshadow you and help us never to hear, I never knew you, but help us to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. 
and to enter my kingdom. I love you. God bless you. And let us continue to love one another and to serve him and not just to follow him. Have a blessed day in the Lord. Amen and amen.